Hey, Ro. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm good. God, I haven't seen you in about a year and a half. <laughs> Jesus, Jane, I haven't seen you in a long time. Long time, Jesus Christ. About a year, I'd say. It's not it? longer. The last time I was sitting here was a yeah. year ago. We don't actually hang out outside of this podcast. In fact, me and Ro had never met each other before, before we started recording. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> There is nor do I either. <laughs> not uh, once. No. It's all a facade. We met online. It just said you want to come over and record a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All those stories about our youth were all just bullshit. Absolute up. bullshit. We're just... It's all coming out now. Anyway, if we're going off on a tangent. We're a little bit out of practice because we haven't done this in a really long time and feeling a little bit awkward and vulnerable. When was it, Jane? Do you want to last it? I think it was a year and a half now. No. No, no. Because DJ was born. He's oh, a small CJ. baby. He's 16 months. He's only 16 months. So he's a year and four months. I'd say he's about... Was he about two months old? Maybe? Ah, tit for tat, Ro. Let's just go a year and a half. Ye- a year, right? Well, it's definitely not a year and a half. I'm telling you, it's definitely not a year and a ah, half. Ah, tit for tat, come on. A year, a year ago, let's say. A year ago, a year ago. We could just easily find out. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, whatever. No one cares. About a year ago. And here we are. And <clears> um, <throat> I don't know if we... Did we think we were going to take a break this long? I don't know. No. No, we didn't. But actually, I think it was badly needed. Yes. I think there's no way no, we no, both no. could have... Well, How did we end it? I think we were like, this is it for a while. Bye-bye. I can't even remember. See you. I can't even remember what the podcast is called. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I do remember the insufferable team tune, though. What did we... What did we used to talk about? Um, no, but look, it's been it's been a very long time. It's been a very long time. And no, it's been a year. That's what's been. Yeah, it's been a long, <laughs> the biggest break we've had. I mean, because before that, for like three years, we never left it longer than two weeks, if even. I think that was the longest stretch, maybe the odd over Christmas That's type mad. thing. Um, so it was badly needed. But um, we what? Go on. I was going to say we're back in in some capacity. We're not going to be back mm. in the same no. same frequency that we did before. Um, so the update is we cancelled our Patreon. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who um, gave us money for the past couple I mean, of years. I would love to still be getting a little bit of chunk of change. Not yeah. that it was much chunk of change. It wasn't that But much. you know, in the cost of living crisis, cost of living crisis. This is it. I would love a bit of chunk of change. But like too much pressure. And actually when there's pressure, it, it doesn't, it's not as good. Like Yeah. Because it was twice a week we were recording. Yeah, that's mad. And like, I mean, Ro obviously had uh, a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I, God, you know me, fucking having some sort of breakdown, you know me. <laughs> having a mental uh, breakdown. New, new bre- breakdown every couple of months. Like, um, it was a lot. So we definitely needed a break and it was definitely becoming very challenging to keep up with it. Yeah. So I'm glad we had a break. And actually, this feels very free now that we can just... Yeah. There's no money riding on it. There's no sponsors. It's going rogue. Not that we don't need any anyway. Remember that bad. one sponsor we had? Yeah, let's not give them another free shout out. Yeah. Me too. Oh no! No, we had no, we had two, two. Yeah, we had two. God. Um, but we're not going to say any names unless they pay us. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we're we're back in some capacity. We're just going to record when we feel like it. Yes, no pressure because the pressure to record ruins all creativity. I feel. Mm Hmm. Well, for us, correct. I also know you know what it was, Jane. We just had spoken about every single topic possible in the world, the history of topics. Yeah. And also, lest we forget, the two years of it was going through a pandemic where you always say, and I think you put it really eloquently, our world became very small and we had very little to talk about. My world is still very small, I feel like. My world is fucking small too. I feel like since the pandemic, we just, yeah. Our world I think changed. I have PTSD and I think that a lot of people do actually. Do you? Do you know what? 
actually can I say this I'm not going to talk let's not talk about COVID though I'm not talking about this isn't this isn't isn't about COVID it's not about COVID (laughs) but I feel that since COVID (laughs) oh god here we go no so the other day it was my Christmas party my Mm. work Christmas party and usually you know I'd be on a mad one and it'd be fucking great and whatever and we were out and we were drinking for from like five or something whatever it was and then it got to like midnight, right? Mm. And I had this moment of like, I don't really want to drink anymore. Yeah. And I'm kind of bored now. No offense to anyone I work with or anything, but I was like, I think I'm kind of done now. Yeah. I think pre-COVID, I would have just, ah, well, you have to stay out now because you're going to get FOMO if you go home. And of course you're not going home at 12. You're not that sap. And you know what I did? I went home at 12 and I went to bed and I was so refreshed. And I don't know, it just felt like the most freeing thing ever. Oh, I do that all the time now. I have no, I have no qualms about leaving nights out early. Mainly because, well, I don't know if that's a post-COVID thing though, or just a a baby thing. Like a baby thing schedule. coupled with like just being older and being like, I'm always like, I've had my fun now. I actually, I, <laughs> I've had my fun now. Oh my God, we're 32 years old. I left my Christmas party on Friday at half one. I was in bed by two. Oh, We've good. been drinking since two. Oh yeah, fair, yeah. But like there was multiple people still there. Lots of people had left. I wasn't. I was actually one of the last. No, I wasn't one of the last men standing. But um, yeah, I guess I, I have. Yeah, there's a child in the mix. That's a bit different. It's not worth That's it for me season. to. Uh, it's like, I don't think. I mean, I think I was like that pre-DJ. But you know what was funny? I was on a night out with two of our friends the week before. And. The week before your, your Christmas yeah, party. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a Saturday night. And. They almost preempted me leaving, which annoyed me. Not that it was annoying, but I was like, they're like, yeah, so you're going home now, right? Or you're going home now. And I'm like, oh yeah, shove the mother off the car. <laughs> and did you go home? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd said, you know, around 12 I was going to go, but I, fe- I think she was like, you're going to go home now, right? You're going, oh, sure you're going off now. Like, get your taxi. And I'm like, oh, I'm like dragging the car. You're halfway into the car, like. like fucking shoving me in, like kicking my arse as I get into the taxi. Bye bye. I would actually love that. I'd love the decision to be taken away from me because most of the time I do want to go home. For me now, right, nights out are all about early start that was a 5pm start and a 12 a midnight finisher yeah I that sounds like sorry are we reverting to being teenagers where you start drinking at like fucking 6 o'clock and you're on the last bus home I think it's the way to go I think it's also the way to go Go I haven't had since having a DJ I have gone on many nights out drank a lot and and my hangovers have been fine and here's my theory right go on it is also the not going till 3 I think 3 is killer Two is fine, one is fine, twelve is fine. Three is just that weird time that's just too late then. Yeah, yeah. So my theory though is is a bit go to bed a bit earlier. And I'm still drinking a lot, by the way. I'm not that's not I wish I could say that was the reason I hung over. I don't have I I'm just my day the next day is as if I wasn't hungover. Because I I don't really have the option to just be like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna sit here and watch Netflix and eat pizza. I can't do it. So You can't indulge it like I can't indulge it, Jake. Yeah, okay. Unless Dave was to take DJ out for the day, which hasn't happened. <coughs> Dave, no. Dave, come on. Um, we just, I get a bit of a lion, obviously. And then we just go about a day as normal, do whatever we would have done if I wasn't hungover. And I literally, I'm not joking you, it's absolutely grand. So you're saying that's all in the mind? I think I'm not wallowing in my hangover mm. like I used to. and just sitting there thinking about it and like feeding it and being like, oh, when I have a hangover, I have pizza and I watch this. And then it just feels, now that being said, I would fucking love a day like that. Well, yeah, because like there's something nice about that as well because you have yeah. the excuse to just fucking eat carbs and fucking do shite. Especially when you have someone with you just to have a day like that. Yeah. Now, I will yeah. say I'm, see, my hangovers are incredibly bad. Sorry, you're a puker. 
I puke so I'm, a, I'm actually allergic to a, a lot of different types <laughs> of alcohols I think you're actually allergic <clears throat> to alcohol I'm allergic to like spirits and stuff so like a fucking sniff of a cocktail and projectile vomiting I used the next to day. always just think Jane was lying when she said that when I was like have a vodka she'd be like <laughs> no I projectile vomiting yeah, like horrendous vomit. yeah, yeah, and yeah. even now like even like I mean look it still happens so it's just not worth it for me but look just say I just I've never felt more grown up more giving myself what I needed because FOMA used to get me real bad Jane I couldn't give a shite now yeah but well this but this was the first time I couldn't give a shite now to say I didn't give a shite would be a lie but not enough to stay yes you know what I mean exactly like I was like oh I wonder what happened then after I left and it was a good crack and you know but not enough to stay so uh so I was delighted with that. I've n- I know I would get FOMO more so if I hadn't been on the night out. But leaving early, I've never really gotten FOMO. Because usually I'm, now not to toot my own horn here, but I think I'm quite good at knowing a good time to leave a party. You know when it's going downhill. Like, like. I kind of know when it's reached that point that like, you know, I rarely would leave a night when it's like genuinely brilliant. Like I yeah, would yeah. just stay if I was yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like I reach a point where it's like, you know what, I think actually this is done. Yeah, fair enough. And even you can when feel I'm, it. Even when I've had 15 drinks, I can still tell. But my mom always said, leave a party when you're having fun. And I was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's true. What's well, not in the, middle, not in the <laughs> middle of having fun. So my dad was like, yeah, brilliant. I'm in a brilliant time. Right. Good head off. <laughs> I'm going to head off now. No, it's true. Although a couple of weeks ago, I was out till like four or five in the morning. Yeah, you were actually. What was that again? Where I was don't know. I? Did you hear my tummy there? Did I pick up a. <laughs> where was I? I don't know. Jeez, I've no yeah, idea. Yeah, you were. You were on a mad one. Yeah, where was I? You were on a fucking mad one. What was I doing? Being mad. God, I, I can't remember what I was doing at all, but I was out quite late. So, yeah, look, it comes... Yeah. And you were in bits the next day. And I was in bits. What the fuck was that? It's funny, you don't even remember these things. I know. But anyway, it was a good night out anyway. I had a great Christmas party. Yeah? Yeah. Great fun. Good. I have to give a shout out to a friend of mine in work, actually. Okay, go on. Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin has Where's been. This going? Caitlin has been ragging on me. Is that even a saying? I don't know. Yeah. To us to do an episode for months. Yeah, well, I'm she's sorry, a, she's Caitlin. A, she's who a has stan. time? She's a podcast fan. Stan, as the kids say. As the kids say. Lola's crawling on my lap here. Um, you really fucking sound ancient now. As the kids say, Stan. I know. Go God, home early. We started, we're 30 fucking three. Like, let's just get that straight. We started this podcast when we were like 28, which is mad. I feel what like we're different Jane, women for five years. 28, 29, yeah. We're different nah, women. 29, 30. Anyway, look. We're 33 now, Jane. Look, let's give the people what they want. You're not even 33. I'm 33 in March. Let's give the people what they want. A long-winded play-by-play of our years to date. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. January. <laughs> Jesus, Lola. How was your January? We're not actually doing that, are we? No, I can't even remember January. I couldn't tell you. Go on, Ro. So, yeah. So, look. Basically, we don't have any set agenda for this podcast. No. We're just checking in. And I think the best part of this podcast is that you can just have an absolute rant. An absolute rant. Oh, the Lo- Lola is eating the light of the Christmas oh, tree. Could you kick her off there? Lola, sh- p- 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 what did you do to cats? Pippa, Pippa, Pippa. It's definitely not Pippa. I'm scared of her. I'm scared of her. I'm scared of her. Lola, down. Shh. Good girl. What was she trying to do there? No, she's just sniffing the Christmas tree. Like we're having a terrible time with Frankie. I my dog. Yeah, go on. He's very aggressive towards the baby. Very stressful. It was getting fine there for a week or two, and then it just got bad again. I wonder if anyone listening has gone through similar <coughs> stuff and they can recommend a trainer or something. Yes, please do. We have a trainer we got before the before the baby was born, like when I was pregnant, and I was just wasting money because you just don't know. You just said uh, that. Like she was telling us all to do, but in the oh, oh, sorry, the cat was coming on me. Anyway, yeah, 
Nightmare with the Dog. If anyone has any tips, let me know. Oh, um, that's so hard. It's like fucking Sophie's Choice or something. It's really hard. Yeah, no, that's really But hard. let me tell you, a pet, the pet thing, the pet thing, can't even, can't even say it in a nice phrase. It really, like an animal becomes an animal when you have a baby completely and utterly. Oh, interesting. So Frankie was my baby. Yeah. And I like, we we're obsessed with him, obviously. And, you know, anyone I knew who had kids was always like kind of, not eye rolling, but just when I'd gone about it, they'd be like, oh yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Um, But then since having a baby, yeah, the anim- Frankie's an animal, a dog now. That is really fascinating. It's sad though. I feel really sad for him, but it's just the way it is. He's a dog. He's treated like a dog. He's, you know, he, of course. Well, look, of course you love him. Of course. But yeah, I understand. No, <laughs> no, joking. you still love him, but now you you know what it's like to have an actual child. Well, it's yeah, but it's not like I'm not saying I'm not saying that the love you have for your pet isn't pure and amazing and brilliant. But it's literally just that your priorities change. Yeah, so you can't like you're just like all of a sudden you're hundred percent focused on the baby that you don't you just kind of can't really focus on the animal and then they just become an animal. But I'm not trying to say that people who just like an animal that you take care of. Like, yeah, but yeah. Like, of course before you have that look at the animals like the, Jesus, I mean people obsess their pets and yeah. they should be but yeah so the poor he's just like I'd say he's a shock that he's just a pet, a pet now I've never heard anyone describe it like that that's really, really interesting but then I've never really talked to many mothers about their pets yeah he's just a dog now a dog we love of course oh, but yeah it was really sad but that's why he's that's why he's upset oh I'd say so yeah. so do you think he picks that up from you yeah I mean he has a great time like he's he's with us all day long DJ goes to crash like he's having a you know he's with yeah. us he's on the couch with me all day today like he's grand but um the minute DJ's around, like it's just like Frankie who? I'd say <laughs> I'd say Frankie who. But like I thought they'd be best pals. That's what's that's what's hard. But they kinda were. He was grand with them, wasn't he? Ah, before he could move. When he was just a little ball move, of yeah. lard sitting on the ground. Well look, I'm sure and look, it's easy for me to say this, and I'm sure you've looked into all the ins and outs, but like I'm sure this is a very common issue is. that there is trainers for. Yeah. And it solutions is. for my trainer actually we had a trainer she asked me to send videos of it happening i'm like how do you think i'll be able to take a video when frankie's growling at dj yeah <laughs> anyway i did <laughs> but i'd say it happens all the time though oh, like it does, i'd say yeah. it's so common so you're going to a trainer i have to send her the videos i took okay grant yeah. and then is she gonna come over or do you go to her i don't know we'll see you now but anyway that's just that's annoying well yeah. i've had no issues of lo- from lola she sleeps Good 24 girl. hours a day so yeah, she's 24 hours a day yeah. yeah there you go girl um that sucks um well what else what happened to me this year another tidbit from my year i went on the camino you did it's like i'm, I'm it's like they're listening to a podcast from they're three like, years oh, ago Jane, fuck, fucking did they're it probably, again they'll probably, they'll probably click it on the thing and be like are we in 2022 yeah. or yeah. 2019 vibes i did another camino she did and again uh, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> shit <laughs> Sorry, it was so bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't so bad. Uh, so basically, I was having a bit of a mental breakdown, as I still kind of am. It's been a hard year mentally. I'm not making light of it. I've just had a really shitty mm. year. Just one thing after another, after another, after another. So I thought, do you know what would be great? Just a complete retreat. Like, do you know what? It'll settle your mind. A bit of alone time. Go on the Camino again. It was so life changing. Kind of vibe, like what solve your problems kind of vibe because it has in the past yeah and i went and it actually didn't because i was just like tortured with my thoughts alone for a but week where is the cause like, where how do you know if it's going to help or not help well i think if you're not in the right headspace like whether like i could get what i need from the camino at home 
if I'm in the right headspace. You know what I mean? Trapes up and down the canal, like. Well, like, <laughs> okay, so like to go back, like the reason why I went was because um, there's something very meditative mm. about just putting one step in front of the other. And suddenly your problems that you have become a lot smaller because the most important thing is like, you just need to take care of your body because you're sore. Mm. You're walking like 30 kilometers a day. You're sore. Um, all you care about is the absolute essentials that are in your backpack. You want to pack as light as possible. Yeah. So like literally your fresh pair of socks is your f- favorite thing in the world. Yeah. So it comes very simple and it's a great thing to do yeah. for a week and just to really bring you back to that primal kind of self. Problem is, I went into it and just completely just brought my anxiety into it and just was overthinking the entire way thinking about every problem I've had every fucking thing and getting very lonely and um I was really really sore and I pulled a muscle in my arse and um I trudged and trudged and trudged and I did help the weather wasn't good as well right there was a couple days that were really nice now look don't get me wrong like it's stunning and I love walking and you know it's great but I didn't get it was really frustrating because I didn't get what I needed out of it because I was going through a really, really hard time and I was really like pinning the Camino like a week yes. to myself or eight days to myself as like, this will be the savior. So then when it wasn't and then I just came back to work with no holidays left and back in oh, the thick of it, I was like, horrible. I was like, oh my God, I'm worse than when I left. It almost feels like you were too in the thick of it to go. I was too in the thick of it to go. You're dead right, Ro. That's exactly it. You were in the tor- middle of the eye of the storm. You're dead. Ro! Ah, fucking hell. I tell you, Ro, since Let's just end it now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just, I'll just drop my own mic. Since you became a mother, I feel like you're full of this, like, <laughs> motherly patient I'm wisdom. I'm wise. Wise woman, This is what you need to do now. No, this is what you do, right? Yeah. Eye of the storm, you're dead, right? I wasn't present. I wasn't present. But you know what? Um, I went and... You did it. Yeah. Although, do you want to hear a funny, funny story? Yes. One of my favourite tidbits now from this Camino. So I did the Portuguese route. So it was from like... Uh, no one gives a fuck. Jesus. No one cares. Anyway, walking through this fucking woodland, right? And it's a very, very quiet route. And like, you, you don't meet a whole lot of people along it. And it was off season. It was October. And there I was walking through. And I was in the middle of fucking... Literally the back arse of a fucking forest. Like, on this tiny little trail. And I'm... I'm what's the word I'm looking for when you're really thirsty gasping gasping. (laughs) gasping. and I come around the corner and there's this man and he's got a little stand set up with a cooler um selling cans of coke for donation and I was like oh my god so we had like coke and Fanta and stuff right so I go up and I was like can I have a whatever it was Fanta whatever it was and I gave him two quid and he was delighted with himself because he like it's probably cost about 20 cents Anyway, I'm chatting away to him there. Broken Spanish. And he tells me his name is Manuelito. And um, he was talking to me. And then he was like, I said that I was Irish. And he was like, oh, Irish. Uh, uh, hold on a second. And he takes out his wallet. And he takes out a business card for the cobblestone. It's in the pub in yeah. Smithfield. And I was like, what? And I was like, that's gas. And then I went on my merry way. And he goes, Gnairi and Bowerlat. I was like, you can't even speak English. So it turns out. Some Irish lads just taught him a few phrases years ago. How do you remember that? And he just remembers it. Where did you get the cobblestone thing from? When some Irish lad gave it to him. Yes. Yeah, and he had a guitar there and uh, he asked that I play and we played a song together. Did you? Yeah. So there's moments like that that are lovely. Um, But yeah, look, overall, it was like I didn't need it. 
I feel like <clears throat> came back worse than when I went. You came back worse for wear, yeah. Um, I remember. I feel like sometimes though, when you repeat, like maybe the Camino is the exception to this because people constantly do it over and over. But I feel like you know when you go back and try and recreate something, it never really is the same. Yeah. And holidays, you're like, let's go back to the same place. Magic's just, gone. Magic's gone. Yeah. There you go. So look, well, less people do the Camino a lot, so maybe that that is, doesn't apply to that. So I think I was putting too much pressure on it. Like I was like, this is going to solve all of my problems. I literally and remember you telling me we were walking to the cinema to see that really sad on Colin Kuhn film. Do you remember? Oh God, yeah. Um, and you were like, yeah, go to the Camino, and I was like, oh right. Um, and you were very much like, like you were didn't say it in those in very in the, like you didn't say it as clear as like I'm going to solve my problems, but it was very much. Your head was off scrambled eggs, and you were like, <laughs> "Scrambled I eggs need coming to go. out my ears." And I remember just thinking, "She thinks this eight days is going to solve her problems." <laughs> I was just like, "Cool, amazing, Jane. Delighted for <laughs> this you. This will be great." And in my you. head, I was like, "She's going to come back worse." <laughs> that was all four months ago, and I'm still scrambled eggs. Um, oh no, I'm doing much better. Thank you for asking, people. Uh, I'm fine. It's just been a tough year, but I'm actually transformative growth. I've turned a corner now. She's actually uh, levitating right now. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm a joke. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, I'm glad. No, really, I'm glad. Um, yeah, so there was that. Uh, what else happened? What else? Are we just going to take turns? One thing. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. I don't know what I did because obviously I well, have... What's a, it like with a child? Like, Oh, yeah, I guess I have a 16-month-old now. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a little barreler as well. He's the best thing ever. Yeah, he is. It's actually what I will say. Um, it's funny. A girl messaged me. I, I assume she listened to the podcast, but I actually don't know. Did I tell you that she did listen to the podcast? No, I can't remember. Remember the girl messaged me about motherhood on Instagram. I don't know why I did them. Loads of people. Anyway, there was a girl recently also, though. Yeah, Ro just did, did air quotations. Motherhood. motherhood wasn't a real thing. <laughs> it's not a real concept. She messaged me about motherhood. <laughs> no, she messaged me being like. Um, you seem to be getting on great and it seems like, you know, kind of effortless and you and Dave seem to be better than ever and I don't know how people can tell that from Instagram but um, she was saying that she's seen like the, the whole, see Jane, you wouldn't be aware of this world, right? Of of the like mummy so the, there's So there's two worlds on Instagram and TikTok about motherhood, right? right? There's the world that once was and this was the only way motherhood was depicted which was very idealistic and perfect mm-hmm. so what you saw on instagram was like how the fuck does she have seven kids and she looks like that and she has a house like that and what the heck's going on how is it possible and then that was all mummy blogger everything's perfect being mom is great it's amazing i love my kids i love my life hashtag blessed that was instagram um and then something happened and like a, the reality of motherhood started becoming trendy so people started showing the real nitty gritty parts of like like um mother of pod vibes yeah like I guess that, yeah. yeah not yeah yes like Sorry. just like, like the gross and you've got snots and puke yeah, all over you type thing shite yeah. and like birth is really hard and you feel shit afterwards and all this stuff which is great and then that's, that's become like popular and fine to talk about which is great but what's happening now is I think so many women are actually terrified to become a mother because they're like <laughs> oh my god it seems terrible so this girl was like all I'm seeing is all these really horrible stories <laughs> but you seem fine is it fine should I do it um all these really horrible and stories. Like, That's so interesting. Like she's all I'm hearing is negativity around motherhood. I don't actually now. I don't hear the good stuff anymore. And I was like, well, I think it's great. Obviously, that's I mean, really interesting. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's so interesting because, um, I don't know. I I don't know. It, she was genuinely concerned that she would think 
that she thought it just seemed too too hard now to do it because of what she's seeing. Um, God, social media is mad. Like the power, like, you know, you hear of, you know the way because everyone's feeds are personalized, mm. basically, that like I'm seeing a completely different feeds than what you're seeing and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So that makes it so dangerous because I could be watching. God knows I what. could be fucking being, being radicalized. Yeah. You wouldn't have a clue. No, no. But I never really, apl- I always thought about it in like a political sense or whatever. But yeah. In this, like, it could I actually know. influence society. Well, and I, I, I wonder, could it? Like, I wonder, I think reading between the lines of what she was saying, I don't think she was actually ready yet in general. Like, I think it's more, for me, it was more like a biological urge rather than somebody could have stood in front of me and said, you will never sleep again as long as you live, you have a child. And I would have been like, still want one. Yeah, so, because these things aren't new information. Yeah, but I guess how they're shown, I guess it's, it's if you're in the, if you're in the stage of maybe thinking about it and you're be kind of in, easily influenced you're not at the really wanting you know not wanting stage maybe but yeah i thought that was interesting but then i was like well i also don't want to be like post on instagram being like it's so easy and it's but like not that i find it easy but i do in some ways like easy because you love them yeah Yeah. like it's ridiculous like i'm actually so obsessed with them he like i think he's he's ridiculously cute but it's like what i will say is when i came here when we recorded the last episode I literally remember walking here like I was let out of fucking jail. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like this was like right in the height of like, where he'd be like, I'd be breastfeeding him for hours in the evening and just that no freedom was constantly sweaty and gross and milk and ugh. And I remember coming here, but I remember being here and I had such anxiety knots on my tummy because it was my first time being away. And I just remember like Dave texting me while we were recording. I know, I remember. Being like, you think you should come back again? Uh, if, like if you're breastfeeding a baby at that age, typically you can't really go anywhere because too far away because he couldn't resettle him. I remember walking back, literally so clearly, walking up the stairs with this feeling of heaviness in my tummy going up the stairs because I could hear him screaming, crying. Oh. And Dave just standing in the kitchen like, thank God you're back. Oh my God, feeling whatever. And this was me just going down to record a podcast with you for an you hour. literally an hour, yeah. Yeah, we were really rushed. So all of the first six months really difficult really difficult you're just like what the heck my life is literally over i'm never gonna sleep i'm i don't have a life i'll never go out i remember thinking i'll never go out again i remember thinking well i hang out with my friends again i literally remember texting so another mom friend i had being like who had another child being like when will i see my friends again and all this stuff and then it just gets so much easier six months gets easier and then after the year like now i feel yeah it just gets so much easier and you just adjust so much to it yeah i'd say it's a mix between you you're adjusting to it but also like remember like dj is like your first child so it's the first time you've ever done this so like i can only imagine the the stress of a newborn baby and like newborns, if i was given a newborn baby now i'd be like what the fuck am i gonna do newborns are shite straight crack shite you're 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 so tired they wake up so much you're wrecked you don't get literally a second to yourself because they probably sleep on you when they sleep during the day you're just you're so shocked yeah you're so shell-shocked and your body is sore your life is just completely literally flipped upside down yeah. your body your vagina's hanging off so here i am doing the thing that people are freaking people out but I w- the newborn like i actually think like there's a part of me that would love a second baby but i'm like i just got the newborn stage now to me no crack but remember but it like, goes so fast yeah well i was gonna say is if you did have another baby though it's not going to be the same experience because you now have yeah it'd be worse jane be way worse because i have another child okay fair enough fair <laughs> no, enough but no. you know what i mean like it'll be it'd be different but like i remember when you were, the, you were in the thick of that there and yeah. i i do i remember when you couldn't see any i remember i i told you something that someone said to me i was shocked about I was like really shocked. you think another mother had said to me 
who you know you think that you're never going to sleep again and that everything everything that you're just saying and then one day they just do and the you next day they day, sleep a little longer i remember you told me that but that doesn't fucking matter when you're going through the first no time. i know but and it's so mad because people will tell you all this stuff and you want to hear your i was di- when you said that i was dying to hear it right but nothing goes in nothing reassures you but that's the power of time and like experience so now i know that anything dj goes through now is a phase because literally everything you've in six months time you have a different child yeah, yeah which is the maddest part of it all so I know now if I was to do it again or even I know if a stage is in now, I'm like, I know this is not, it's just in a month it'll be different. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, um, what's the word, reassurance that comes with that. But like, there's no word of a lie that the first six months are actually pretty shit. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how, like, shit. honestly, I don't know how you did it. The days would be going off to, the days you'd go off to work and I would just be like, like really anxious being like, oh my God, when's it going to come like, back? For me, it's just like, <laughs> you're literally trying to keep this tiny little brittle human alive like that freaks me out and i know that newborns are more sturdy than you think they are yeah yeah yeah. but that freaks me out so much what if you dropped them yeah i mean that's very common to have those kind of intrusive thoughts about like like them falling or hurting stuff i didn't really have that that much i just remember being like when will i ever do anything again (laughs) but um, now look at you i know but he's he like honestly i'd say after six months gets easier after a year gets easier again it is the most crack ever now Mm. like he is just hilarious and we have to crack and like literally laughing of course it's like mad i work full time now so i'm dropping to crash going to work running back i literally have no time whatsoever until he goes to bed and then i'm just like dead what time does he go to bed at so tonight he went to bed at half six but sometimes it's seven sometimes half seven depends but um so sometimes you get a nice long evening but you're so tired by then because you've just been like legging it everywhere i don't know how like ro i struggle to do you know what i had for dinner tonight what i now to be fair i'm having a particularly lazy <laughs> all over the place week i had scrambled egg on toast because i was chicken like curry <laughs> what i had chicken curry i literally was like I'd, I'd even gone to the supermarket at lunch yeah, and but, came back um, with nothing yeah but you know what jane the difference is what uh, like I don't really have a choice. Like, what am I? Like, I have to give him dinner. Oh yeah, fair enough. So if you if you did have a child or someone you had to make dinner for, no, like fucking hell, I give that child potato waffles many times a week. Oh, yeah, delicious. Or beans. He had beans at toast. Like, I'm not saying I'm here fucking Betty Crocker making them all sorts, but you kind of just you get used. You just get used to it. Like it's you know you just you kind of have to just. Well, no, what I was saying is like it's so like it's hard enough in modern 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 life. life to like i was talking about this to someone the other day like the our lives are structured based on having someone full-time at home totally and now two people are working if you're in like a yeah if you have a partner two people are working uh it's not like someone stays at home so like our work days are structured as as if there's someone at home that's doing all the housework and the shopping and ridiculous all, all sorts but no 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 you go to work i saw tiktok on it on it about it it was a funny tiktok about it like you literally i come home from work maybe about half six you're trying to get your walk in you just have to do your fucking stupid 10 minute meditation for your mental health all done and then you need to cook a meal now i do really love cooking to be fair so it is kind of a weird week but it's it's like you have to do the shopping too and if you don't have the shopping then what are you making for dinner christmas week is all top of turvy i was like well dave it's christmas soon so what are we going to do a shop and he's like we have a whole week at home and i'm like i don't know what day it is i know (laughs) so i was all confused like i've been i've been into tesco i think every day for the past week week. but i keep just saying to myself 
oh no, there's no point in doing a big shop Same. because Andrea, you're gone anyway. You know this. I'm and like, I said, it's coming out toast for dinner. And I said, sure, no, we're going home for Christmas now. I'm like, well, no, that it was Sunday when we have the conversation. We're going home on Friday. Yeah. The whole week in between. I can't come head around what day I'm in work. I can't come head around day I finish work. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But anyway, yes, yeah, it's mad. I find that like, I just I can't talking to the micro. My house is a mess. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, I or else I have to like. Was it half eight last well, night? Do you know what? Before Ro came over here, I flat. We're sitting on the couch right now with the mics on our laps because I flat out refused to put away the washing that's folded on my kitchen table at the moment. I was like, we're absolutely not sitting at the kitchen table because I cannot face that tonight. She can't face it all. I can't. Do you see? <laughs> we've got we've got a fucking bed sheet on every door. Like oh yeah, same at mine. Half the washing is Andrea's. I don't know where she likes to put things. I just it's gonna be there all week. It's gonna be there all week. We're trying to get another new cleaner. Kina left. You, look, look at this bougie fucking bitch. <laughs> Jane. Oh, Kina left. Work full time, have a child, how yeah. to clean. Modern no, woman. Jane. Modern woman. Yeah. Can I get a cleaner? It's very hard to get a cleaner. Anyone else, um, anyone in the Dublin 8 area, please uh, let me know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any other news apart from that. I, I have news. Oh. I've uh, been given a diagnosis. Oh my God. Sorry. Sorry. Can I say <clears> what it is? Okay. Okay. We do a drum roll. I can only have one hand because no, I'm not No, should be No, okay, come on. Jane is a hashtag PCOS warrior. No, I'm a PCOS warrior. PCOS warrior. You told me that the Americans call it PCOS. Oh, yeah. P- <laughs> PCOS warrior. I uh, officially was diagnosed with PCOS. Does anyone else have it? Please talk to me. Um, because I am basically learning all about it from the internet. Um, I'm I- sorry. Excuse me, Jane. Yeah. And me. And Rose. I don't have PCOS, but PCOS I, ally. I am just like all up in women's reproductive yeah, health. Yeah, no, you are to be so fair. So I told Jane she fucking had this. She fucking had it. Boom. You did not tell me you had it. You said I you sa- might have a hormonal thing. I said that, yes. Okay, so <laughs> the backstory to this is I've had irregular periods for years. In the past couple of years, my periods have gotten really bad. I've always struggled with my weight. I put on weight very easily. It's very, very hard to lose, all this stuff. I've been going to doctors for years like i've been getting bloods over the years like you know what i mean um yeah but with bloods you don't if you're not looking for something you won't find it exactly but i've gone to doctors at like about my weight and stuff and it's always just like oh you need to eat healthy isn't it and like but i'd I'd be blue in the face being like this is what i eat like i i don't eat a lot i get a takeaway once a month maybe twice i don't know you're a healthy lifestyle you don't you're not a big active i you know it just makes no sense like i'm not the healthiest person in the world but like i eat the exact same as andrea who's fucking fucking the bot on her like you know what i mean like it just didn't make sense that i was putting on weight so fast but it was be like oh no you know stick to it it was so patronizing because people would be like so how you build a healthy plate is half the plate like and i'm like and like here's the thing what really frustrates me is that like when people talk to you like that it's like and not to go real heavy here but it's like no one knows how much i've agonized over trying to educate myself on how much portion size you were saying to me oh no this passes this portion i was like what that's the thing obviously you've done so much research into it someone will look at you and just be like oh clear they're just not eating healthy and i'm like i literally like have educated myself so much um obsess over it more than most people you know what i mean so that's really frustrating so then only that you had said something about maybe it's hormonal or something like that, especially to my periods and stuff. I went to Well Woman, um, which was a game changer under your recommendation, which is mm-hmm. mad because we haven't seen each other in over a year. God, I haven't talked to you in a year, so <laughs> yeah. it's funny that I recommend that. Isn't it's it? mad, isn't it? It's too sexy one day. Yeah. I just had a feeling. Um, 
and I went to Well Woman and specifically asked, is there any, could you check for any sort of hormonal things mm. that could be affecting my periods and my weight yeah. or whatever. And sure enough, my bloods came back saying that they're, they're, I could have PCOS. They sent me in for an ultrasound and sure enough, cysts on my ovaries. Cysts all over the shop. What in God's name? Like, it's so frustrating. Women's health is just a lot of shite. But see, and then with that, I was like, okay, this, this is now what I have. What do I do? And as great as well women were, they were like, well, I mean, you could go in the pill if, like, if the irregularity is bothering you, mm. you could go in the pill. It wasn't really bothering <clears throat> me. Like, and I didn't want to have to take hormones if I didn't need to. Um, there's also this drug called metformin, 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 which um, can help with weight loss. And so basically with PCOS, you have insulin resistance. So, you crave more carbs the more carbs you eat the more carbs the more carbs you eat the more carbs you crave because you're not breaking down the sugars in it Jesus. so you keep wanting it um and i'm a carb monster so it makes sense uh but also like you're just not from my understanding you're not breaking it down you know what i mean yeah and it's not filling you up or anything like mm. that. anyway so that would help with that but she didn't want to put me on that because it's not something you'd want to be on for your whole life usually they give it to women who are trying to get pregnant because there can be fertility issues I don't really care about that I don't really want to get pregnant but that is another mm -hmm. thing that you have to worry about um, anyway long story short she was like you could go to a nutritionist and she kind of gave me a recommendation of someone but she's booked up until like April or something so I went to another nutritionist and again I thought I was going to be getting like the like okay well I've been to nutritionists about my weight and food and everything before and I was just met with the same again like eat a snack of 20 nuts at lunch like I literally have a meal plan on my fridge like That's so so frustrating you must have been just like no no it's so frustrating like you thought you were probably going to get a, a meal plan that was more tailored to like people who have PCOS and insulin resistance yeah, yeah because like it's not the same as just eating healthy um but then you know what I did I went on fucking TikTok and Instagram and I asked friends like I have a couple of friends mm. who have it as well it's quite common I think one in ten women yeah, have no, it yeah no two my sister has it um, and I found that and there's Facebook groups and I found that like we shouldn't have to educate each other on this like our our doctors should be able to do this but I've mm. learned far more from the likes of TikTok Facebook groups friends than I have from a doctor and so I've started these supplements that like they're they're natural enough they're like they're like taking vitamins it's like mm. a powder uh, it's called myoinsetol and um that supports ovarian function so my periods have started to slightly become more regular and not as sore nice. um like literally i hadn't had a period in two months and i was so uncomfortable and like three days after i started taking this my period dropped it was amazing oh my god did you actually feel a sense of relief i felt a sense of relief really? yeah wow um i haven't i don't know if i've necessarily lost weight but i feel much better i feel I less you bloated have. But I haven't on the scales, but I feel like my clothes are fitting a bit better or something. I think I haven't you look been great. Thank you. I feel different. Um, and again, this is just from eating like specific foods, being a little bit more educated on what PCOS yeah. is, watching certain things like carbs and stuff. I know if I eat too many carbs, I'll crave more, you know, stuff like that. Mm. And I feel so much better. So great. But also, I'm really fucked off that, like, we have to all educate each other and, you know, you can't just fucking get a straight answer from a doctor. Just another thing. And I remember you talking about, um, like, you know, when it came to your pregnancy and aftercare and stuff, mm. like, 
it was atrocious I've talked to other mothers who've had the same thing yeah. and now I've I don't think I've ever really re- been affected by it like as in shortcomings in women's health yeah and that it's the first time I've ever kind of brushed with it and I'm like god it's people are so fucking uneducated oh I mean it's it's endless the type of shit like the problems with it oh um from even like where do you go like with women's health problems like it's not very clear like yeah. people go to their gps i've gone to my gp for like things and i'm like oh they don't actually have a bloody clue and then you're like okay do i go to like a gynecologist and where do i find them so you're like the well woman and you're like oh that's kind of looks like more of an std clinic yeah or, which it's not or like crisis pregnancy clinic but it's not it's yeah. actually it is like it's not very clear yeah there's a women's health place in john that i thought was great but again women's health it's kind of it's not widely known those places exist. I think people go to their GP and they're like, oh, what the heck? This is the, they don't have a clue. It's really bad. Do you remember I got a breast exam through my jumper? Oh, yes. <laughs> that fella. Yeah, and he just kind of felt my Terrible. side boobs through my woolly jumper. Like, Terrible. Mad. Terrible. Uh, look, but I will say, like, well, women were amazing. They were really good. And Yeah, I've been there to get a coil before and I thought they were really good. Yeah, they're really good. And, like, you feel a lot, a lot, like, kind of more understood, I suppose, because yeah. they specifically deal with women's and they see vaginas day in day out um but yeah but that's it if anyone else has pcos if anyone else is a pcos warrior hashtag pcos warrior hashtag pcos warrior uh please let me know because i yeah i mean share your tips or whatever because it's really fucking shit and people don't talk about it enough like a lot of the side effects are like mood like irritability yeah tiredness fatigue sleeping right yeah some women now i'm quite lucky that i don't like kind of the telltale signs which is why i didn't think i had it is uh, excess hair and oh, yeah. like acne mm. now i am blessed with Dang. a flawlessly perfect flawless baby soft face mm. um so i really didn't think i have it but there's so many different symptoms yeah symptoms it's yeah. fucking it's awful so let's just round up all the advice we're looking for. So if anyone has any 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 experience with dog trainers to help with baby doggy yeah. aggression, yeah. Um, hashtag PCIS warriors come at us. Yeah. Um, what else? Other advice? A cleaner in Dublin eight. Um, what else? We look for Jane. Uh, and our bulletin board. Help with uh, depression or mental breakdowns would oh, be yeah. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Therapists come um, at me. Um, yeah. Great. What else now? That's all. It's Christmas week, bro totally confused totally disorientated yeah now come here to me yes this is the first year that i feel like i'm off kilter with christmas because i feel like a lot of the like traditiony things that we would do i feel like we're finally coming to an age where that's kind of stopping happening yeah totally is like i don't think i'll be out on stephen's night well i haven't really in the past few years um, I think a lot of traditions stopped because of COVID mm. and then a lot of them haven't picked back up again because people are like ah now's the chance to kick it to the curb I think I'll be out on Stephen's night would you be on Stephen's night? I'll be in Bray I'm definitely are you going to go out on Christmas Eve? I don't know yeah possibly for one uh, yeah I think I prefer Christmas Eve than Stephen's night oh I don't know both I'm like my eyes are darting around I'm kind of half anxious I'm <laughs> both of them I hate but I'll go to like, one I'll go to one both, I hate them both but, but you know but there's an excitement about Christmas Eve I feel like cause it's all ahead of you and then Stephen's night it's like I the feel last hur- it's the last hurrah it's the like, last hurrah all now. the dregs Crimble limbo now yeah. yeah that's it yeah. it's over now so I prefer I remember traipsing home on Stephen's night being like oh god all the fun is over now that's it <laughs> that's it we're now done now i for New Year's Eve but that's even worse yeah, it is worse <laughs> it is worse I'm I'm alone here for the next two weeks so it's fucking grim Andrea's gone home a week earlier than she usually would so I'm in the house alone on the week up to Christmas I'm just like oh. that is pretty grim I feel like I'm in weird crimbo limbo but you know what 
I, I probably wouldn't have seen her anyway. I've got something on every night this week. Yeah, you're grand. You're a busy bee this week. You're oh, fine. Sure, you saw the plan on my fridge that yeah. I had to map yeah. out for me Monday, myself. Monday, uh, whatever. Tuesday, pasta. <laughs> Wednesday, salad and quinoa. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, girls' night. Friday, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. No. Yeah. It's a Christmas. Um, but yeah, it's mad. I think it's it's a funny old Christmas. The first one without restrictions. I'm looking forward to it. I'm can't. I I feel I I remember it's Christmas and I get all excited. But I'm um no, I'm looking forward to it. I'd say just some time off, just to chill. Yeah, no, I'm looking really looking forward to a break. Yeah, like just an L switch off. But sure, it's fucking mad busy. But it's great too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> it's mad busy, but it's great too. We're just saying, we're just saying phrases now. Sure, look, it's it, it is what it is. It'll come and go, won't it? <laughs> sure, look, it'll be gone before you know it. This is a silly season, you know yourself. Silly season, you know yourself. We got up to some mischief. Town's again. mad, isn't it? Town's mad. Town is I tried to go shopping. Mad. I tried to go to the Brown Thomas. <laughs> Town is mad. I saw a man stealing from Brown Thomas yesterday. Did you actually? No, I didn't. I saw you stealing from there a few weeks ago. Oh, I've heard that story. But they got a watch. Fucking hell. Expensive watch by the looks of things. <laughs> you're proper. Your head in a swivel. And the queues are mad, Jane. The queues, the queues are mad. It's not worth are it. Fu- Do you know what? I was Shop on local. I was on George's. Shop local. I was on George's Street the other day. And I swear to God, it was like I was in a rock concert. It was like queuing to get out of uh, Three Arena at the end of the gig. <laughs> It was single file, rammed, walking up past Austin Green. It was terrible. That's mad. Terrible. And you can't get taxis after nights out. You can't get actually. <laughs> I I got one um after my Christmas party. Do you know why? Because I left at twelve. Yeah, I got yeah. one too. But that's because we live in town. That's, that's it. And yeah. Jane, don't get me started on the price of milk. <laughs> oh, milk's three quid. Ridiculous. This is it. Well, look. Um, I feel like we're shitting on it. I feel like a lot more stuff happened this year. But yeah, but that let's was not, a whistle let's stop not, tour. Let's not um waste more content opportunities for future episodes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we could have done a whole episode on Picos Warriors. We could have actually. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Um. Well, look. I. I mean, thanks for listening to whatever <laughs> that was. But, but Jane, you already realised. Well, who's going to be listening? Because probably people unsubscribe because I unsubscribe from podcasts because it just fills up my memory, whatever. On my, ah, no one would do that. Well, yeah, I know. Well, like we still have followers on Instagram, so like. Yeah, we'll put it up on Instagram. Yeah. Who cares? I just, you know, I feel like that was cathartic. I feel yeah, like who I need cares? Who knows this and who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Happy Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you woke Lola up there. Oh, um, well, look, I mean, I don't know when we'll be back, but let's see. Soon, hopefully next month. Some yeah. point. Let us know what you thought of the podcast. But no pressure, because clearly we can't mentally handle any pressure. <laughs> clearly we can't. Absolutely no pressure. Just be kind to us. Say you missed us. Say that everything's going to be all right. And, and hashtag be kind while you're at it. And hashtag, hashtag be kind. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? Okay, bye. Right, nine o'clock, right? Bye. bye. <laughs>